On the Pasuk in this week's Parsha, Ishal Digloi Boisis Lavesavoisim Yachanu Bene Yisroel, each person on his banner, by the signs of their father's family, the Yidden will camp. Mineged Soviv Loyal Moyed Yachanu. What do these words mean? Rashi quotes the words Mineged and explains it means Meirochik Mil from a distance of a mill. The Yidden had to be one mill away from the Oyal Moyed. As it says, Apostle in Yeshua, in regards to the Oroin, that the Yidin, there should be a distance between the Yidin and the Oroin, like 2,000 Amois, which is the same as a mill. Rashi explains the reason, so that they should be able to come on Shabbos. We know the concept of Tchum Shabbos, you can't walk more than that amount. Rashi goes on and says, Moshe and Aaron and his children and the Levim would camp right near the oil Moed. So the Rebbe asks a number of questions. Number one, from the fact that Rashi says the word Meirochik from a distance, he doesn't just say, that the word mineged means that it should be a, a mill, one mill away, and then to go prove it from Yeshua, it sounds like Rashi is not only trying to tell us how far the Yidin have to be, but also to say that the word mineged means from a distance. The question, however, is, we have a posik where it says, mineged, your life will be hanging there. Mineged, Rashi doesn't explain anything. We must say, because the word mineged is a word that doesn't need any explanation. Alternatively, he's relying on what he had explained earlier already. He says, Rebbe, the same thing then should be in our case. Rashi shouldn't have to explain it, either because it's a simple explanation, or rely on something Rashi said already much earlier in Chumash Bereshis regarding Hagar, when the Pasuk says, Vateilech, Vateishev, Lo Mineged, she sat Mineged. Rashi says, Mineged means Meirochik, from a distance. So why does Rashi need to explain this word again? Same question could actually be asked also on a pasuk later regarding Moshe Rabbeinu, where Hashem tells him, Ki What does mineget Rashi explains, from a distance you will see the land. Why does Rashi need to explain it over there? Another question that Rebbe asks, what's the, what's the problem even in the psukim for which Rashi needs to tell us the distance, how far the Yidin are actually going to be, that it's going to be one mil between the oil moed and the machane Yisroel. And therefore, Rashi also has to go give us an explanation why that is, because of Tchum Shabbos. Especially that in the very passage that we quoted before, where Rashi says on the words, Rashi also says it means from far, Rashi doesn't give us an amount. Even though the Medrish actually over there also says that it was a mill, but Rashi doesn't say that. In other words, not every time when the Torah says Mineged, we need to know exactly how far it was. Why does Rashi need to tell it to us over here? Another question. Why, why is it relevant in order to understand our Pasuk that Moshe and Aaron and his children and Levim were camping closer and right around the oil moed? Why does Rashi need to add that? Now simply you might say, because Rashi is coming to answer a certain problem in our Pasukim. A few Pasukim earlier, the Pasuk said that the Levim are going to be saviv le Mishkanoedus, around the Mishkanoedus. Sim- seemingly that means they're close to the Mishkan. Here the Pasuk says, Mineged Saviv, which we explained as it means far. So therefore, where are the Levim? Are they close? Or are they far? And therefore Rashi explains that at a distance of a mill were the rest of the Bnei Yisrael, but Moshe and Arin, etc., were close to the Mishkon. But the Rebbe says we can't say that that's what's bothering Rashi, because number one, the Pasuk itself had said earlier that it is the Levim that are Saviv le Mishkon, and in our Pasuk saying that it's the Bnei Yisroel that are Mineged. So there's no problem in the Psukim. There's no contradiction. 
Number two, if we think there is a problem, the main concern is the word saviv. Earlier it said the word saviv in regards to the Levim, and we understand it as being close. Here we're saying saviv together with, with neged, which makes it sound like it's far. So Rashi should have quoted the word saviv, which is the problem. In fact, the next question on this way of learning would be, is that Rashi doesn't even deal with the word saviv. He doesn't actually tell us, so how do we answer that contradiction? Is saviv far or close? And finally, the Rebbe says, if that's what's bothering Rashi in regards to where Moshe and Aaron were, then that should have been a separate Dibra Maschil, a separate Rashi for itself. As we explained many times, when Rashi is coming to explain two different aspects of the Pasuk, even on the same word, he'll put it into two separate Rashis, two separate Dibra Maschils. In our case, it should have been one Dibra Maschil explaining that the word Mineged means from far. Another Dibra Maschil, Mineged Soviv, should have been explaining to us where exactly the Yidin are and Levim are and why it's not a contradiction in the word Soviv. Another question on the original Rashi, on the original Rashi, the Rebbe asks, we said that the reason that they needed, they should be not more than a mil, is so they should be able to come on Shabbos. Okay, that's why they shouldn't be more than a mil. It sounds like really maybe they should have been even further. But in order to be coming on Shabbos, we say don't go further than a mil. The question is, why would we think that the Yidin should be so far away? And Rashi has to tell us, ah, oh, they're only going to be a mil away. And finally, the Rebbe asks, why does Rashi have to tell us Moshe and Aaron and his children, etc., are going to be all around the Mishkan? Why doesn't it say simply the Levim, which would include all of Shevet Levi? Especially the previous passage that we quoted, that the Levim are going to be around the Mishkan of Eidos, is referring also to Moshe and Aaron and his children, because they too are a part of the Levim that we say, that around the Mishkan will be the Levim who will guard the Mishkan. And as the Pasuk later will tell us that, the, that Moshe and Aaron and his children camped right in front of the Mishkan, they were also guarding the Mishkan. So at this point, we didn't specify yet exactly where the Levi, rest of the Levim are and where Moshe and Aaron are going to be. Later, the Pasuk is going to tell us the details. So if that's the case, when the Pasuk said that the Levim are around the Mishkan, clearly it refers to Moshe and Aaron as well. So Rashi should have done the same. Rashi should have just said, and the Levim which is including Moshe and Aaron, etc., are right around the Aaron, so uh, the Mishkan, so why does Rashi have to specify them? The Rebbe explains that we understand from many different Sukkim and Toido that when the Pasuk uses the word Neged, it simply means in front of or facing. It's like Bifne or Lifne. From this we understand that even if the Pasuk uses the term not only Neged, but Kin Neged or Mi Neged, it will also have a similar meaning, meaning in front of or facing, because it's the same le- word, just with an extra letter, an extra prefix, a mem or a chaf. Now, even though sometimes we find another meaning to that word, as we'll soon explain, it doesn't mean that the general word neged changed, but rather there's another aspect to the word neged in addition to meaning in front of, which will fit to the context of that particular posik. In other words, that the neged in that particular posik has a specific meaning. Or to say this slightly differently, the word noichach is a general concept. It could be far, it could be close, it could be on one side, etc. And we always have to look at the context of, is it just a general idea of being facing or in front of, or does it have a specific meaning in this case? So for example, we have the Pesach, it says, Ezer Kenegdoi, regarding Chava and Odom. So Rashi says that if the person is Zoycha, she will be an Ezer, she will be a help. If he's not Zoycha, she will be connected, she will be opposite him. To fight him, that means Neged also means in front of or facing. 
But from the context of the Pasuk, we understand, especially since it says Kineged, that the word, the word over here would mean like she's in front of him, facing him to fight him. So to when the Yidin are standing in front of the mountain, it says Neged Ahor, Rashi says it means Lemizrochi on the east side, V'chol Mokam Shatam Moitzi Neged, Ponim Lemizrach, and so to every time it's, Rashi says over there that the word Neged would mean facing Mizrach. What he means is that if we understand the word as Neged, if we understand it in that particular case as meaning a specific side, then we know it means the Mizrach side. So says the Rebbe, the same thing in our Pasuk when we say the word Mineged, the general Mineged means in front of. But sometimes this in front of could also be at a distance. And therefore, the word Mineged then means in addition, just being in front of or facing, it also means facing from a distance. So for example, by Hagar, when it says, She's sat Mineged at a far away, like the throw of an arrow, so we understand from the Pasuk itself that it means from a distance. And as the Pasuk goes on, she's sitting at a distance, Mineged, and how far? So the Pasuk itself is implying that it means far away. So therefore, the Pshat of the words Vateshev Mineged means that, as Rashi says, she got even further away. She was originally far, and now she's getting even further. So Rashi translates it like that over there. So too, the Rebbe says in our case, that when it says Mineged still means the same idea as Lifnei, as in front of, like in all other places. But if we're just going to translate it in a general way, then seemingly there's no reason even, there's no need for the word Mineged in our case. It says, in our Pesach it says there will be Mineged, and then it says, Soviv lo'el mo'ed yachanu. Mineged, and then Soviv lo'el mo'ed. What do you need the word Mineged for? It says already they're around the oil mo'ed, which means in front of the oil mo'ed. Therefore, Rashi has to tell us that, that over here, the word mineged means from a distance. Says that but now we could also ha- understand why Rashi has to explain the word mineged again, meaning from a distance, even though he said it already by Hagar, because the translation from a distance, that's not actually the translation of the word mineged. It doesn't only always mean far away. But as I said before, it's only where the Pasuk itself is forcing you for another reason and saying there's another detail over here. It's not just generally in front of, but we have to say there's something more over here. So whenever there is a situation where there's, where, where there's a reason to explain me negative, not just in the simple way, as just being in front of, Rashi will then come along and explain to us what else me negative means in addition to just facing the, the particular object. Says the Rebbe, the same thing we could see in the Pasuk where Rashi explains. You'll see the land Mineged. Because from the Pasuk over there, we can also understand that it doesn't mean just in the regular way that you're standing next to Eretz next Yisrael in front of Eretz Yisrael. Because that wouldn't fit with the continuation of the Pasuk where it says, And you're not going to go into the land. So therefore Rashi says that over there when it says Mineged, he's standing far from Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, understand, and the Pasuk is understood, it means you'll stand at a distance, but you will not be able to come into Eretz Yisrael. However, the Rebbe says there's still a problem in our Pasuk. Even if we're going to say that Mineged means from a distance, seemingly, the, the word is anyways extra, it's unnecessary. 
because it's obvious that the Machana Yisroel was far away from the Mishkan, since the Pasuk told us already earlier that Levim are the ones that are closest to the Mishkan, so therefore it's impossible for the rest of the Bnei Yisroel to be too close to the Mishkan, because clearly the Levim are going to be between the Yidden and the Mishkan. Therefore, Rashi has to say that they're going to be not just further away from the Mishkan, but at a distance from the Mishkan, even more than they what, that what they would have been, just based on the fact that the Levim are in between them and the Mishkan. What's the reason that they need to be even further away? So we know that the Pasuk already told us earlier that that the Levim have to be careful and guard the Mishkan, so there shouldn't be an anger from Hashem against the Bnei Yisrael, because if Chas v'Shalom, the, the Yidin get too close to the Mishkan, then Hashem will get angry. Therefore, Hashem wants that the Yidin should be very far from the Mishkan, to be as far away as possible, so there shouldn't Chas v'Shalom be this entering or going to the Mishkan by mistake. That's why Rashi tells us that it was a mill, that they were far a mill. What's Rashi telling us? Two points. Number one is that Mineged means more distant than when they would have just been, just because they're further past the Levim. Because Shevet Levi are actually only on three sides of the Mishkan. And it was Moshe and Aaron and the children which were on the fourth side. Shevet Levi is also as uh, much less in numbers than the rest of the Bnei Yisrael. They didn't actually take up a lot of space. And therefore, when we say that the Yidden are at a distance from a mill, we mean that they're much more than just past Shevet Levi. Shevet Levi wouldn't have taken up that much space. On the other hand, Rashi is telling us, but they shouldn't be further than a mill. And Rashi is telling us the reason is, as it says by Yeshua, there should be a distance of one mill. And then you're going to ask the question very nice. Okay, by Yeshua it says they have to be a mill. What is, how does that have any bearing on our Pasuk? So Rashi gives an explanation that the reason is so they should be able to come on Shabbos. And that reason would apply over here as well, that they should be not more than a mill away. However, the Rebbe says we still need to understand why would the Yidin not be able to come to the Mishkan even if they would be further than 2,000 Amos. The question is as follows. The Machana Yisroel, the camps of the Yidin, were surrounding the Mishkan from all four sides. As um, it's explained clearly in our Parsha. So therefore, all of the Yidin together would actually be like one big huge city. And as would, it could be understood simply as well. Within a city, you would never have the concept of Tchum Shabbos. So the Mishkan is right in the center. All the Yidin together are like one big city. What would be the problem of them coming, even if they are further than a mill? So the Rebbe explains that we said already many times, that Rashi in his Pirish Torah explains the Psukim only according to Pshat. And he doesn't bring the Halachos um, through various different Ramazim and Drushim, etc., from this we understand that even when Rashi brings a certain halacha, it's only because it's necessary in Pshutesh Mikra. Furthermore, the halacha that Rashi brings, according to Pshat, not necessarily will it fit completely with the halacha as it is in, the, in Shulchan Aruch, in the part of halacha in Torah. Similarly, regarding the Isra of Tchum Shabbos, which the Isra of it says in Pshutesh Mikra, as Rashi explains on the words, Al Ishmim a person shouldn't go out of his place on Shabbos, Rashi says, these are the 2,000 Amis. Of Tchum Shabbos. So even though the words clearly doesn't mean your own personal house, but rather it means don't go out of your city. Nevertheless, if you simply translate the Pasuk, where the Pasuk is saying you shouldn't go out of your place of the person's place, it means the place where people are, which is inhabited by people. But say, for example, there's a huge area 
an unusually huge area in the middle of a city where people are not there. So then, technically, that should also fall under the Easter of Tchum Shabbos and people shouldn't go out of their place to this area if it's more than 2,000 Amwis. So therefore, in our case, even though, yes, it's true, the whole Machana Yisroel would have been considered like one big city because you have the Yidden from all four sides. Nevertheless, if there would have been an area of more than 2,000 Amwis between the Yidden and the Mishkan, they would not be allowed to approach the Mishkan. And therefore, there shouldn't be more than a mill. However, the Rebbe says, according to this, that Pshutish Mikra would say that don't go out of your place means a place where Yidden are. We need to then understand something. On the other hand, why should the Yidden be no more than 2,000 Amois? Seemingly, you have the Levium close to the Mishkan. They're obviously taking up quite a bit of space themselves. So therefore, the 2,000 Amis should really technically start from past the Machna of the Levim. So even if they would be further than 2,000 Amis from the Mishkan, they could still be able to come for the Mishkan, as long as there's no more than 2,000 Amis from the end of where the Levim are to the area where the Yidin are. So technically, if we said before the Yidin should really be as far away as possible, let's move them even a little bit further. This is why Rashi tells us that Moshe and Aaron and the Levim were very close to the Mishkan. Meaning to say that not only the general Shevet Levi was close to the Mishkan, but we also have Moshe Aaron and his children. Now Moshe Aaron and his children, as we said before, the Pasuk tells us that they were on the east, on the Mizrach side of the Mishkan. All the rest of the Levim are on the other three sides. So on the Mizrach side of the Mishkan, the, on this side, the Yidin definitely couldn't have been more than 2,000 Amis away. Because even if on the other sides of the Mishkan there's a big camp of Levim, but on the Mizrach side, there's only a few small, a few people there, Moshe Aaron and, and Aaron's children. And therefore, since on the Mizrach side, the, the Yidin cannot be more than 2,000 Amois, the same thing is true on all the other sides of the Mishkan. The Rebbe concludes with the Hayra that we have from this Rashi. The Rebbe says we demand of every single year that he has to fulfill not only all the mitzvahs of the Torah and the Rabbanon and the Siyagim, but he also has to do Kol Masechel Hashem Shamayim and furthermore Bechol Drachecho Deheyu. That means in all matters of mundane things that he does, he has to, that whatever he does in any time, he has to be doing it, and it should be permeated with Avoidus Hashem. There are some people that say that this is very, very difficult, and they say, on Shabbos and Yom Tif, on days of toy, on times of Torah and Tfilah, even in the weekdays, which are similar to Shabbos and Yom Tif, where we're not involved in Gashmi, is like things, fine, we can then be permeated with Avoidus Hashem. But how can we manage to do this when we're involved in our regular physical things? Rashi hints to us and tells us that why was the camp of the Yidden at a distance of only 2,000 Amos so they should be able to come on Shabbos? In other words, even during the weekday. Technically, this is true on Shabbos and Yom Tov, they have to come. But what about the weekday? Even during the weekday, they're far away so that they should be able to come on Shabbos. The hint over here is that the state of our Yiddish on Shabbos and Yom Tif influences also the rest of the days of the year, meaning to say that the level of Kedusha that a person is on Shabbos and Yom Tif needs to come in and permeate also all of his weekday matters of the whole year, that they should all be permeated with Avoidus Hashem. And this Remez of Rashi is coming in connection with the idea of how close the Yidin are to the Mishkan, because the Mishkan is generally a place where we're bringing Karbonis with the Shechinois, this is a remez to avoid the Hashem because every single mitzvah and every good matter of Kedusha is a matter of like a carbon bringing a Yid closer to unite with Hashem. So Rashi tells us that this same closeness that a Yid has to the Abishter on Shabbos, it's in the very same way that he has to apply it also during the week 
that he's always getting closer to Hashem.